All right, we are live and we are back. Man, it feels like it's been forever, Luke. Uh, Grizz Nation, uh, Fight on Montana is here back. We're going to do a season preview of finally football season. It feels like it's been for, for years. Uh, Adam Healy here with my co-host, Luke Rounds. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully we can give you some info and uh, hopefully you guys can, can participate with us as well. Uh, we've got a lot to get caught up on it's it's here man yeah there's a whole lot to get caught up on since we were last on with some recruits so <laughs> yeah and the last time we were on you're exactly right we had some recruits on um that probably now are are there um oh, yeah. probably won't see any time but uh wow uh time flies man when you're having fun this uh summer but uh how was your summer luke i had a great summer uh lots of camping and stuff and actually went up and spent some time in montana south of glacier in the bob marshall so um nice. i i can't wait for football to start this saturday though but uh oh. that's the one nice thing when summer starts getting over at least we got grizz football to look forward to exactly exactly yeah i had a good time we, we spent a week in michigan right on the lake michigan uh so it was good times but yeah nice. exactly school is in session uh and so we are back with football season so Hey guys, just get you caught up. Uh, Luke and I were just talking about uh, the captains were selected and they were announced. Uh, you got Levi Janicaro, you got Forbes, Walker, Hill, and Cotton named as those uh, captains. Uh, I don't see any of them that I disagree with. Um, and so, well, and it was, I guess I was reading on Twitter, they said it was voted on by the team tonight. That's awesome. And that's who decided, that's who should decide it. So, exactly. I, I, like, I like that when the team decides. So, Exactly, exactly. Uh, some major points to get to these preseason accolades. Uh, Chris Walker uh, made the Senior Bowl list. Uh, dude, that, that that guy coming off off the bus is just a monster. Yeah. I hopefully he has a great year and can make it onto the NFL, which is an awesome story. They, uh, they Jay- had him uh, today at the press conference with Bobby, and man, he's wearing his little short sleeve shirt. It's Gosh. just like gee. Just a just a massive man. He's uh, straight out of the uh, log shopping, man. It's we're like, lucky that he came back for one more year. I'm I'm very oh, pleased man. that he came back. So exactly, exactly. Uh, Janet Carroll was uh, announced as the 37, uh, which I, I really like. Janet Carroll, he's a good yeah. good guy. So uh, Bergen was named the preseason Althon uh, All American. Um, hopefully, he can stay healthy, which that's tremendous upside. Uh, and then, you know, five Grizz were named to the preseason Big, big Sky list. Uh, Hunter McGinnis was the first team uh, for the offensive line. Uh, Alex Gubner, first team for defensive line. Levi Janicaro was first team for uh, linebackers. And then you've got two special teams, uh, Junior Ber- Bergen as the uh, punt returner specialist, and then Trevin Gad- Gradney as the special teams, which I was really surprised that he got on there, but – uh, he did show a lot of upside on special teams last year, so they're really pumped up about him on the defensive side this year. So yeah, he'll be he'll make an impact for sure. Exactly. Uh, also, guys, if you haven't seen, well, we had a uh, a flow of transfers in. Uh, so getting to some of the transfers that you probably will see, <laughs> uh, Jelani Warren was a cornerback out of UCLA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucas. Uh, Pendergrass was a wide receiver out of Nevada. You probably won't see him since our our wide receiving crew is a little deep, and I believe he's like a sophomore. So I think you probably will be waiting to him see him. 
Uh, if I hopefully I'm saying this his name right, Eric Austin, the linebacker from UCLA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clifton McDowell, which you're going to probably see a lot more of, just what he's a QB from Central Arkansas. He was also at La Tech. Uh, he's probably going to be the run specialist uh, from for for our quarterback Q. Uh, Matai Mataafa, defensive line. I've been practicing that, so uh, <laughs> so so I've been I've been really practicing that. So I should get some props there, guys. Uh, defensive line from Mississippi State. Uh, and heart goes out to him and his family. Um, if you guys can support him, uh, GoFundMe. Uh, his his family uh, lost their home, and uh, thankfully his brother was able to rescue his parents and stuff. Yeah. So, if you guys can, definitely go support that family, Grizz Nation, um, and support him. So, both him uh, and then uh, Johnny Verona, who was there when I was there. His family, they lost their home too. So Man. both of them, a lot of people have been donating, which is really nice. That's really awesome. Nice stepping up. So awesome, awesome. Uh, Grant uh, Glasgow, a kicker from Kansas, mm-hmm. and then Travis uh, Benham, a punter from San Jose State. Yep. Uh, those are I the. He's going to be our starting punter too. Yeah, and I heard Glasgow's been making some really good headway in the well, kicker. At the press conference, well. Bobby said he'd be the starter as so of right now. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's crazy with Ramos being there too. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll get to all that. Uh, but man, I, Luke, I wanted to get to the schedule and see what your thoughts were on this. Uh, guys, you, you're going to, you know, there, there's probably people out there that are going to have their disagreements and everything. Um, there are some things that we need to point out that, that could be looming, um, that could be beneficial benef- and not beneficial for them. Uh, if you've got Butler uh, this weekend, uh, the Butler Bulldogs out of the, I believe, the Pioneer League. Uh, they, they were. They are least, Pioneer. Yep. They were the, I think they finished fourth in their conference. They're like uh, seven and two last year. They didn't they lost the last two four. games. And didn't, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they, yeah. maybe it was seven and two in conference, but they lost their last two games and didn't make the playoffs. So, yeah. And it, they, they didn't even make the playoffs because I think uh, St. Thomas was like eight and no. Uh, in their yeah. conference, and they were like five and three. So, and, and uh, generally, the pioneer puts one team in because they're non-scholarship. So, non-scholarship. Yep. Uh, then we go at Utah Tech, which that's going to be an interesting game, just because you know the, they're in the whack. Uh, we also have you know uh, Panfilov, I believe, came from there, didn't he? Yeah. The yeah. offensive line. Yeah. yeah. And so that that's going to be interesting to see. And it's at you know Utah Tech, so that'll be an interesting. And, uh, they're like who's Utah Tech, formerly Dixie State. That, there you go. So there you go. And we we played them in what was it night or 20, 2021? I think yeah, something yeah, like that. A couple of years ago we played them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then after that game we will play Ferris State, which if you guys have not seen Ferris State, they are two-time defending good. national champions. Um, didn't a while back, didn't they kind of like call out Montana for not playing them and stuff? Didn't they do that? I don't know if it was them. It was one of the D2 schools. One of the D2 schools that were I don't know if it was. I think it was Bemidji State when. Oh, okay. Yeah. One of them. So, yeah. so, so one of the states. Yeah. Um, And then you got at Northern Arizona, Idaho State. Uh, You've got two hard road games at UC Davis uh, and then at Idaho. Yeah. Uh, You got Northern Colorado, revenge game at Sac State. At well, they're at home. At home. Yeah, Sac State's at home. Oh, yeah, at home. Sorry. At home. 
at home with that one and then at Portland State and then uh, Bobcats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just looking at that, Luke, what are your first thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I I personally feel like we should be 5-0 and going into the UC Davis game. Is yeah. My feelings. So, um, the, the out of the first five, the two games I would say that make me most nervous are probably Ferris State just because – they got nothing to lose, and that would just make their season if they beat us. And those teams can be scary. Yep. And then um, Northern Arizona, because I think they got like something like they have the most number of transfers, like 28 or some obscene yeah. number of FCS yep. transfers. Now, whether that'll translate or not, I doubt it. But still, it's Northern Arizona. At Northern Arizona. In their dome, it's yep. way the heck up there. So, you know, we'll see. But I, I really think, though, that we're going to be 5-0 and coming to that Davis game. And that's going to be our first really big test is Davis on the road at night. So Well, and UC Davis is going to come into that game with a little uh, uh, chip on their shoulder because, you know, they, you know, they didn't win seven games, but, you know, they were probably had the best loss, (laughs) which a a two point deficit uh, defeat against South Dakota State, which if you watch that game, it was oh. pretty even. And if, if they would have had four more minutes, they'd have won that game. They would have won that game. Yeah. And they probably should have won that game without some of the stupid stuff that had happened in that game. Um, and then the Idaho game on ESPN2. Recently, we haven't played too great on those um, since we've joined with the ESPN on those games. Uh, and then they, they have the Stein, man. They have the Brown Stein, and, and that's that's killing that well, kills me about that though. I think uh, our boys are going to be hungry to go get that back because yeah, we, I mean, we lost that game last year. Oh I yeah, we did. I didn't feel like. I mean, it was just like we just kept making mistake after mistake after mistake, and we had every chance to win that game. And we just let it go. So yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see how we show up for that one. Well, and it's just like, okay, do we are we okay with a split? Like those are two two hard games. Yeah, that's gonna be and hard. We, I, I could see us. We're gonna. I, I mean. To take my maroon glasses off, we're gonna we'll probably give up one of those games. So. I would be okay with a split. Now, if, if yeah. you're going zero and two in those, you are you're having that's some gut check time. It right makes there. it hard too because the Ferris State game, even though they're a good D two school, yeah, we win that game. Even if we win it by fifty, let's say it doesn't mean anything because yep. it's D two. So yep. it only means something if we lose it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so right. a lot of people are going to say, "Why do you schedule that game?" Uh, we, we schedule that game because we have to have a home game yeah. like that. That's it's, it's all the money part of that, where you have to have a home game to pay all the different things in the sports department. You have to have a home game. Obviously you we play? couldn't find another non-conference FCS team that would come play us. Yeah. People don't want to come play at Washington. No. So, no. So I, I think that you, you kind of do that kind of thing. UNC, you know, they're, they're going to be vastly improved. You know, I think just having a competent coach in there sure. with Lamb in there, I think is going to drastically improve. And they've got talent. They've got some talent on, in that team that, that you have not seen. I just really think that the, the chemistry and that whole uh, that whole department was just affected by who was coaching and how they were coaching. It was a bit of a mess down there. So, yeah, I mean, they will be improved. I still think we that should be an easy win for us. Yeah. Uh, Sac State game, you know, I, I, I still think that they're a really good team. I think, you know, they've got a quarterback coming in that we faced a couple of years, or I think it was last year with camp. 
that was uh, an okay quarterback. You know, they've got a great uh, running back in Fulcher, I think his name is. Yeah. And, you know, they've got a good line. They've had a pretty good defense, even though it didn't show out against Incarnate Word last year. Um, I, I still think that they're going to be, you know, either two through two, two through six are going to be a coin flip, I, I, I believe. You've got Montana State at the top, and then, you know, you've got Idaho through UC Davis. That Weaver it's State. Coin flip. We Weaver State. This year, and Sac yep. State and us. Yep. That, it's just a coin flip. Yeah. It, it, does, it just depends on where, where you're playing and how who's hurt, who's not hurt. And uh, so. Well, and, and I'm, then, I'm real interested to see how Sac State does this year personally because their new head coach, former Grizz, Annie Thompson, who yep. – I was there when I was there, and Andy's a great guy, and so I'm rooting for him when we're not playing him. But I really hope we beat him through there because uh, the last time he was here, he beat us too. So I yeah. mean, he's just an assistant, but you know, Andy's going to have him ready. Yeah, I mean, he knows the environment, knows how everything works here. So that's going to yeah. be a heck of a game, and it's under the lights. So I'm excited for that one. And, oh, and we want some game revenge. So we're you yeah. know after last year's controversy at the end of the game, and you know Lucas getting knocked out, and so there, there's going to be some some popping going on in that one. Exactly. Well, and you know if you wanted the night games, they're totally getting the night games this year with oh, six yeah. night games on the schedule. Uh, you know Bobby's got to be pissed. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> right. When I saw yeah. that, I was like, oh yeah, Bobby's pissed because he hates night games. So, you know, Luke, as as a player, former player, how is that going into those games? And, you're, you know, you're used to doing your business during the day. How is that? How hard is that to get used to? So, like, when I was there, we didn't have any home night games. We didn't have lights yet. Yeah. So the only ones we really ever have was, like, we're on the road in Sac State and some of those. And it's just more a lot of waiting. It's just like, you know, so you're trying to do a lot of walkthroughs and things like that. But otherwise, you try yeah. to keep it as same as possible throughout yeah. the day. Um, but it's just that, that, come on, let's go play. You know, that's yeah. exactly why Bobby doesn't like night games. Cause you're just like, let's go get this done. You know, cause everybody's juiced to play and stuff and you gotta wait, you know, yeah. but I get why. I mean, those night games are good for recruiting. The fans yeah. like it. So it's just one of those things we got to accept and do, especially cause we're in that, you know, with the ESPN, they're in that West, West coast time zone. So they're going to yeah. put us on the night. So, you know, Looking at that schedule, Luke, what's your prediction uh, for for the schedule? What do you think? Six, nine and two, eight and three. Okay, that's where I think we're going to be because there's a couple of those coin flip games. Yeah, um, the Idaho game probably scares me a lot. That and the Davis game, and then uh, there's that other game at the end of the year against the neighbors that you know. I'm actually going to be at this year, so they better win the damn thing. Awesome! <laughs> well, last time, last time I was at at Missoula, they won that game. So uh, against the the Cats, so uh, I, I totally gear, agree with you. I think eight and three, nine and two. Um, I, I, I totally agree with you. The Idaho game kind of scares me. Uh, I think they they'll pull off that UC Davis one, um, and then you know the last game. So the last time we played, I don't know, it was the last time we played at Davis or what it was. They were like number three, and we went down there and spanked them. Uh, yeah, well, that years. was at home, wasn't that at home? No, we went down there and just oh, okay, rolled them, and so I'm like, we can do it. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, and and you know they're getting a lot of credit because of their quarterback too, uh, which you know, finding yeah, Andy, he, he did he did well, and you know Hawkins, 
uh, is a good coach, but Hawks they're also losing coach. losing their offensive coordinator, which Hawkins was going going to Idaho State. So that'll be interesting to see how that affects them too. Yeah, well, that's just like you said. This year we got. I mean, last year there's so many big sky coaches bolted, you yeah. know, uh, for other levels and stuff. And so yeah. it'll be interesting, you know, the Idaho State job, the Weber State job, um, Sac State. Yeah, who else left? Did you see the picture at uh, Big Sky Media Days where like half the half the people were? I was like, "Who is that?" Like, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, they did took like a co- head coach like uh, uh, yeah. photo. I was like, oh, "Okay." So, uh, yeah, guys, let's go into the offensive uh, returning starters. You know what was great about um, the Grizz is you have your your starting line coming back, which that is awesome, just because of uh, the continuity that that line has to have communication wise and, and just know with all of, of what goes into that particular spot, yeah. uh, which, you know, they're going to have to live up to the hype because they're getting, they're getting hype where they're saying, Hey, they could be, you know, top three, top four in the league, which, you know, yeah. that's probably what top 10 maybe in the, and I'm not trying to boast the big sky, but, Probably top ten, top yeah, it could be, yeah, top ten in, in the, the, the whole FCS. Yeah, um, but you know, we we've been waiting for this to happen, uh, waiting for them to take that next step. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've got some big guys. You know, you got going from left to right. You got Chris Walker on that side. He's been getting a lot of hype. Hunter McGinnis has been getting a lot of hype. AJ Forbes is one of the guys that I think uh people do not look at that he does a whole lot more than people uh he's the quarterback of that offensive line exactly um and then journey grimsrud if he can continue to yep. develop and then brandon Casey, he's gonna be a breakout this year grimsrud i think he's really gonna shine this year so yep and then if you go uh, which which is awesome if you go off of that who do you have backing up and that's what our our whole thing was uh last couple years is who backs them up right yeah. who can who can spot in well now you've got uh canon uh canon pamphlov the transfer from utah mm-hmm. tech you got dylan botner you've got uh colin dreiss you've got uh lucas fritas mm-hmm. uh, this, and that guy is a freshman and i kid you not six six three twelve as a freshman yeah that is a, a man child you've got liam brown which he was the starter last year until he hurt his ankle and Grimsrud just took the job. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to say his name wrong. Kalui Lincoln, six, five, two eighty five, And his, all his deal was, is he couldn't put on weight. He put on like 34, 34, yeah. 35 pounds over the summer. He's big enough to, I think play tackle or guard and uh, center. So you've got some guys that can yeah, play. I mean, Everything I keep hearing is that our twos, you can almost just rotate them in. That they're they're ready. Yep. Like that's I mean, the, the line keeps talking about. People I've talked to, they watch practice. They're like they look good. So um, yeah, I, I just I really think that that's that we have. I mean, this is going to be one of the best old lines that uh, that we've had in a, in a long time. So now they just have to prove it. Um, yep. If they are that good, we should be able to go out to Butler and just pounded if we want to yeah especially with the running back room we got too i mean i know you're talking about a minute but geez yeah well and we'll go into you know uh butler as well but they're they're not they're they're a non-scholarship school you're not going to get big guys so we should have some type of an advantage there but 
like you said, Luke, uh, can this group put it together? Can they get over that hump to be great? They've been good to okay. To be able to go to that next level, we've got to have an offensive line. You're battling, and it's sickening for me to say, you're battling great teams that have great offensive lines and defensive lines. And that's what South Dakota State, North Dakota State, and now the Cats, that's what has gotten them to that point too, is that they have great lines on both sides. They win the trenches. Yeah, absolutely. That's, And that's what, you know, Bobby was known for before on the first stand. So I'm, I'm hoping that this is finally that I mean, because these are all, I, I was reading somewhere on that. This is, these are all his recruits. Now these are yep. seniors and stuff. These are his guys. So yep. it's uh it's time for them to show out. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, Hey guys uh, that are um, watching us live. If you guys have any questions, I, I we do have some uh, questions on egress and we do have some questions coming in from the live feed as well. We'll get to your questions at the end. Uh, so thank you for, for participating in this. We'll get to them at the end. Uh, so don't leave us. We'll get to those. So, uh, Luke, we're just going to go into the QB room. Uh, you know, th this is the area where it gets the most, you know, the, it, the most hype, the most attention, you know, because it's it's the biggest position. Yeah. Um, you know, and we've, we lost uh, Lucas last year to graduation. Uh, and you've got a lot of guys in there that we did have some transfer out and we did have some transfer in. Yeah. Uh, so. Guys, just give you kind of a, a look in. Uh, we did have Sam Vidlack, which is an amazing story. He committed uh, right out of high school uh, to play for the Grizz. Yep. And when he first committed, I told one of my best friends, I'm like, dude, you should go watch his tape. He is legit. Like, I I'm surprised we're getting him. And I shouldn't have said that because, like, a couple weeks later, Oregon State offered him and he accepted, you know. And uh, he was there, be closer to family because he's from Oregon. Uh, didn't work out, couldn't get on the field, transferred to Boise State. Uh, they had a freshman, I believe, there that kind of took over the job last year, and he wasn't going to get the time. Uh, so thankfully, he, he transferred to uh, Montana, I believe, in the winter and, and did winter conditioning. Yep. Played really, really well in the spring game. I was really impressed by him. Um, and then, you know, has been, you know, doing one-on-ones with all the receivers and stuff like this this year and, and meeting with all the offensive line guys. So uh, really, really impressed. Great spring ring leader coming out. He's an older guy. He's already married. Uh, yeah. And so that's kind of unusual, too. Um, you know, the next one that we got coming in, Clifton McDowell. Uh, mm -hmm. He is a big guy, dude. 6'4", 225. Yeah, fast, has that running ability. Uh, I have an uh, acquaintance on the, the network that's a Central Arkansas fan, and he's not buying into him. You couldn't see the field in Central Arkansas. So he's not a really – doesn't think that uh, he's going to garner the attention that we should have. Uh, I don't think he's going to be our starting quarterback. I think they're going to have packages where they're going to want him to run the ball and kind of like going back to – University of Florida, where they had the um, when Tim Tebow were there, was there his freshman year, where they had the back the two quarterback system. Because Sam Sam is is a littler guy, but he has an arm, and I really don't think you really want him taking hits like that. Right, um, being a pocket passer, uh, and then you've got Chris Brown, 
It's gotten the experience. I feel bad for the guy because he's an ultimate team guy. I don't think he's really been put in a position where uh, they've ran the system that is good enough or, or for, for his talents. And I know that people will say, well, you, you know, good players, you know, just take the reins and, and, and do what they need to do. But uh, I think he's a, he's a great teammate, great, great team guy, has the ability. He can throw a ball beautifully. It's just, can he translate to that to the field? Yeah. Um, it, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. Well, I really think it's down to basically Clifton and Sam. Yeah. And I mean, whether Bobby's telling truth during the press conference or not today, he said that they're not going to aim a starter. They both have to earn it, and they're both going to play this yeah. weekend. Um, the fact that it's Butler, I'm hoping that they do both get to play and get experience and stuff. And, but I, I agree with you. I think that what it's more going to be is we'll have packages for Clifton because of his running abilities. Uh, got to see some highlights on some yeah. of the Instagram videos of him running and stuff. The guy's got some speed. So yeah. uh, why not take advantage of that? But I mean, the things I've heard about Vidlack and the ball he throws, it's like, like we haven't, we haven't had that in a long time. No. So, no. Um, so hopefully I really think that in the end, Vidlack will be our starter. But I think there's they're going to use both of them um, at times, depending on what the the defense you know gives us. So, well, and I and I want them to use Clifton for running just because I don't want see, to see yeah. Zan get hurt. Yeah, like, well, that's every year it seems like our, our people. I mean, even I mean, Snead as tough as he is, he got hurt. You know, it's yeah. just like it's been years since we had a quarterback make it through the whole season. So. Boy, I believe nice. the last one was like Jordan Johnson. Like I think you're right. I think it was JJ. It was the last yeah. one that actually made it through a whole season. Yeah, it's, and that's nuts. That's been what twelve years. Yeah, that's that is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so like like you said, I, I totally agree. It depends on what we run. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what we run, how different it's going to be. Yeah. You know, and we we didn't go over this. The coaching changes. I think everyone knows the coaching changes, but. Uh, they brought in a couple new people, but a lot of it was just, you know, mix and match, right? Yeah. I mean, the big ones are on. Pease to offensive coordinator and Ronnie Bradford to DC. That's yep. the two big, big flips. So yep. then everybody's wondering, is it still going to be a three, three, five all the time? Are they going to mix things up? Or, I mean, I think we'll go to the defense, well, the defensive okay. side, because I don't, there, there's some things in the defensive side of the ball that I, I just don't think, and, and you'll probably get into that too, but yeah. The offensive side, Pease, like you said, Luke, yeah. is is the guy. Brent's uh, great. I'm, I was so excited yeah. when I when I, I heard that. I mean, I, I really like Brent. So um, he can bring a lot to the table, and I think he will. And I know that what I've heard, the receiver room's pumped about it. Quarterbacks are excited for it. Everybody's kind of rejuvenated with, with Pease being the OC. So it'll awesome. be nice to see what he brings to the table this weekend. Exactly, exactly. And like you said, you know, going into the running back room, Luke, you mentioned it. This is our stable, right? <laughs> you look at the running backs and the wide receivers and you're like, good Lord, like what? Yeah. They're growing on trees. Uh, you know, you've got Nick Osmo. Uh, well, that that snow game just <laughs> is like imprinted in my head where he just ran for like 200 and some yards. Yeah. Uh, leading rusher coming back. You know, was hurt at the end of the year. Uh, Xavier Harris has that has that amazing ability. He won. He did a lot of great things. When we beat Washington, it was, you know, our defense did amazing. 
But the offensive side of the ball, he really did some things on in that game that really elevated us and saved us. Well, I really think you get him out in space and watch out. I mean, he's he can yeah. catch the ball real nice and just he's uh, well, he's an X factor. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if you just he can stay healthy, yeah. get him the ball. Uh, you know, and the guy that you know probably Grizz Nation loves, and we had here on the podcast uh, Eli Gilman. Uh, I, I am so glad that we got him away from North Dakota State because yeah. he he if you go back and watch that that uh, episode, he wants to beat North Dakota State. It yeah. is it is personal to him. Uh, they kind of um, did not do their due diligence with him, and he is a man child. Yeah. Man child uh, has the full package. Had some great glimpses in the. Uh, end of the year last yep, year where was this like his first like rushing temp was a touchdown touchdown yeah it was <laughs> like how how can that get any better than like, that? Like, yeah i was like wow okay uh and then the one that doesn't get talked about which i think is is probably the most complete running back that i think is not getting enough credit is isaiah childs yeah childs. he is he he's like the utility like the utility knife of running backs where he'll do anything he can yeah. come out into the flat. He can block for you. He is super aggressive, and he he looks for people to hit. Uh, and he did amazing down the stretch as well. Um, it's just how are you going to use what five, four, four, four running backs? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can guarantee that we're always going to be fresh. You know, it's like and on like with Childs, I I got the pleasure to sit next to his family in Northern Colorado when we were down there oh, awesome. a couple years ago and. He's so pumped to be here, and his family's excited to be here, and he just wants that chance. And it's like, oh my gosh, you're right. I mean, he's yeah. he's ten, we got so much talent there yeah. that we gotta get him out on the field and yeah. use him in different situations, and and just you know, well, I, like I last year that I, we can just use him to stay so fresh that it's just like the defenses don't even know what's going on because everybody's got fresh legs. Well, last year, that first game, they did the double T, uh, the yeah. running backs, and then they never use it again. And I'm know, like, right? what? Like, what? Why? Yeah, that was um, weird. I don't know why we never did that again. So. And, and I don't know what your thought is on this, Luke. I'm of the thought where you have to, and, th- and this is just my opinion, and people are going to not like it, but you've got to be able to kind of have a lead back. You can't just split reps after rep after, after rep because, you know, it – it takes a while to get into a groove as a as a running back. You just don't automatically just get a handoff and run for a touchdown. That doesn't happen, you know. Uh, it takes you a while to to read what the defense is going to give you, what hole you got to shoot, and all that stuff. So you know, last year they kind of played, you know, who was hot. But I think that kind of lessens the burden of who well, who gets the carries and who gets hot. The line gets used to the back that's back there and stuff yep. and how they're blocking because each of them hit the hole differently and stuff. And so they get used to who's back there. So, but I mean, two, they're so different. Like I think X we could use, you know, Xavier is more of that running out to the flat, catching passes and stuff where Osmo and Childs are much more between the tackles, you know, yep. get them going stuff. So, and then Gilman, same thing. I mean, he, he could pound it, but he could get out there too. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think I see, I still think Osmo's our guy. That mm-hmm. it's going to get the majority of the carries, in my feeling, but we'll see how they use them all because uh, it's it's hard not to use them when you got so much talent there. And because if you don't, you have the worry of someone leaving too, and you don't want any of that happening. So, 
Well, and that's what kind of what happened last year. I, I think it was hush hush, but you know, Marcus Knight leaves. Now he's at Tennessee Tech. Yeah, I believe that's um, right. After, after he new- left, came back and played the lacrosse for us. Lacrosse, yep. And then yeah, now I think he's at Tennessee Tech is where he's at. I believe. Yeah. So um, you know, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see just because I think that who. Who can stay healthy too? That's going to be something that that is going to be really well, important. That's a spot where it's hard. To, I mean, you get so banged up. So yeah. it's unfortunate we have so many guys. And I don't want anybody to get hurt, but yeah, you know, it's football. Someone's going to get banged up. So yep, yep. So you know, that is is the kind of question for me. Who's going to have that breakout year? I think that we we've got a great coach. And I think that because of those players, we've got great talent there, but we've got a great coach in Green. Um, yeah. That is developing that that room as well, um, and so it, it's very fortunate for us. But uh, you know, the other room that I'm kind of excited about about is the wide receiver room, man. Oh yeah, um, you know, the probably the biggest second biggest room that we have that is legit is uh, the wide receiver room. Keelan White, uh, Junior Bergen. Yep. Uh, you got Ryan Simpson, uh, Sawyer Riccinelli, Aaron Fonts, and that those are just the ones that you kind of know. You've also got Nick Williams. You've got other some other guys that are in there as well. Um, you know, Keelan White is that ultimate like wide receiver that, that you can go to, right? The sure hands. Yeah. Uh, none of these guys have had to be that go-to guy. Now, I, I, I totally think that Aaron Fonts can be that go-to guy, which he should be getting, and Junior Bergen should be getting at least six touches a game. Right. Uh, if not I more, I still think last year Bergen didn't get enough touches at all. I mean, no, that guy needs to touch the ball a lot. What did like how many catches yeah. did he have? He like had like 14, 19, something like that. Yeah, it's, it was ridiculous. We, 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 he was so underutilized last year yeah. that, um, I think it's gonna be a lot different this year, though. I think they've got a lot of stuff going with him, and I, I also think Ryan Simpson could be breakout this year. Yeah, I mean, that mismatch that he has, oh, yeah, uh, with Vidlac pinpointing that ball i just i think that could be huge for us especially in the red zone man like i i and i might not uh, take advantage of that exactly well get nick williams on the other side get ryan simpson on that side they're both six four i think ryan simpson's six six yeah he's six six according to the program exactly (laughs) like just go in there and lob the ball up and you know i i don't know that that room is going to be a whole lot of playmakers uh, I, I think Aaron. Yeah, they got Nick Williams at six five. So yeah, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like you're happy if you have one of those guys. <laughs> now you have you have two of them. Yeah, and Aaron Fonts, I think, is a big playmaker. We you've got oh, to Fonts get those playmakers. Be, yeah, he's a playmaker for sure. So and Sawyer Reconelli, I've heard from accounts from uh, Washington uh, beat reporters and stuff like that that he was he was a good wide receiver before he got hurt last year with his knee. Uh, sure. We'll see how he, he returns from that. Uh, but man, that room, it, it's scary depending on what we run, right? Yeah. Offensive, uh, depending on if we can get the ball out to those wide receivers, all you got to do is if you're the quarterback is just get it to your playmakers. That's all you have to do. Well, and with our old line this year, they should, they should have some good protection. So it's like, yeah, that's, our offense is, I mean, I'm excited for it to see what we can yeah. do. And then again, with Pease coming on to see how he changes it and stuff and just how we can get that ball to our playmakers. Cause that's the key is just, we've got so much talent, get them yeah. the ball, 
and just let them go play. But, so. and, and you know, Grizz Nation, there's some people that are going to, and, and we, we say that, and we said it last year, right? Pretty, pretty much to the same account. And I really truly, and not, not anything against the coaches, but I truly think that the coaches had a part in the team not doing as well as we could have. I think there was a lot of um, things that happened that, that kind of strong held the team from being what they could have been. If it was play calling, if it was, you know, a lot of different things. Yeah, uh, and, and we're not going to know those things. Uh, but I think if, if we can kind of get that under wraps and we can get the, the playmakers the ball, I think we could be a really good team, top 10 team. Oh, yeah. Well, it feels to me like we have that offense now we would love to have last year that's going to help keep yeah. the defense off the field because yep. they can sustain drives and just keep that. And that's going to be key this year is giving the D a rest so that you're yep. not just relying on them to you know hold you in games and stuff. So, Well, and I think that the offense is going to have to do a whole lot more than they did. You know, we do we are going to have a good defense. Is it going to be as great as it was? You know, that only time will tell with that. Only time will tell because there's a couple areas that I'm kind of worried about. And we'll get into our defensive areas that we're going to get into. But, you know, there are some guys that people don't know about that are going to be good that you're going to be like, holy cow, wow. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, one thing that that kind of is disheartening is, is the tight end uh, group. You know, we lost Cole Grossman, which uh, you don't want to lose a guy, but losing a guy like that who could open up the field like that is is just a – it's a huge blow because uh, I, was, I was so excited to see – Grossman and Fonz and Bergen and then our wide our running back crew uh just have that type of an offense uh it, it, it's sad hopefully he he heals up uh quick and that we can see him next year yeah um I know he's kind of voiced that over his Twitter feed as well yeah, you did so um, I have been hearing some really good things from camp about this Evan Schaefer that we got oh really six five two seventy eight yeah yep. um out of Hillsdale I'm College. I'm excited to see what he can do. He's a junior. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's I've heard a lot of good things there. Well, I've heard Schaefer and then Joseph Gresmack, the two transfers that we got, uh, Lewisburg, Juco out of North Carolina, and then Evan Schaefer is out of Hillsdale College. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been hearing some really great things about Jake Olson as well, the mm-hmm. Butte kid, 6'7", 254. Yeah. Um, that he is, you know, lightning in a bottle. He's got that kind of that long, lanky frame, but also he's he's got the weight on him too. And then you know you've got Eric Barker, who's six four, two forty five. He's had more experience on the special teams. Where I just remember him during that James Madison game getting that personal foul <laughs> at James Madison. He was like, "What? What?" Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you've got those four guys. I think you're gonna probably. Hopefully, maybe use two of those guys because um, you know the Grizzlies like to use well, that. This in year, the past, you know, use the double. They changed it up too on how that's coached. You got Germer coaching the interior, and then Fenn coaching the exterior yep. all together. And yep. the tight ends and tackles are together. And I mean, as we've known in years past, as a tight end, you're a blocker. You're, you're basically in their lineman first before you yep. catch balls. So, and Grossman was a little different than that because of his talent. Yep. But I mean. With these guys' size, I mean, it's like having their old lineman out there. I mean, exactly, big boys. So uh, it'll be exciting to see how we use the tight end this year. Uh, well, and you know, the Grizz used to, you know, always run that two two tight end yeah. scheme. 
Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do that with that. And then also, you know, when they were starting to kind of announce that they were going to do that, not many teams do that. I know that Florida, and I think we mentioned it earlier in one of the podcasts that we did, Luke, I think Florida does that, mm-hmm. but there's not too many schools that have two offensive line coaches that do that. Yeah. So, um, man, I would love to just go see a practice that I can actually go and watch the, the offensive line coaches and how they do that because that's that's interesting to see yeah absolutely it is you know and then also you know they lost elwell uh this off season as well uh with injury i think he kind of just stepped away from the program as well so um kind, kind of low in the tight end group that's why they brought in those two transfers right. to hopefully kind of uh fill a hole and fill a void and hope that you know uh barker and olson that were in the program can kind of uh jump up and hopefully we can find lightning in a bottle and, and, and see if we can get those guys. So um, defensive, you want to go into the defensive side of the ball, Luke? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and you were mentioning it, Luke, you know, the the big talk of the town the last couple of years, especially after the, North, after the North Dakota State game, especially after the Cat game, yeah. where we, you know, I think it was like 900-some yards that we got obliterated on is, is the 3-3-5 worth playing is it gonna survive so my opinion right now is because i know we're thin on the d-line yeah is that we're gonna still see the three three five because we have a lot of linebackers we got a ton of safeties and because of that and because we're thin on the d-line uh it actually helps us being thin on the line to run the three three five where you're taking a linebacker and put them down so because of that if we weren't so thin on the D-line, then maybe, yeah, we might see some 4-3 action and stuff, but I still think the 3-3-5 three, three, is going to be our base defense just because of the personnel we have. Yeah. Um, simply because of that, I mean, it kind of forces our hand to keep running that. Um, yeah. yeah, I totally agree. I, like, If you look at defensive line, I, you, if you look at the roster, you, you go in and you have two, three different things. You have defensive line, you have defensive end, and then you have one defensive tackle. Sorry, my nose is itching. Uh, you know, you've got Governor, who well, is the defensive tackle. He's Governor, one of the All best American. D tackles in the entire FCS. I mean, the yeah. guy could probably be playing at the FBS level. So we're fortunate yeah. to have him, and he's one of the best. But you After can't that, play every snap, you know. Exactly. So it's like we lose that. I just don't. I mean, it's just not possible. That's why our offense keeping the defense on the field, you know, off the field is going to help us a ton this year. If they can do that. Yeah, you lose Alford uh, to graduation. You're looking at uh, Noah Cashmitter, uh, Henry Noose, Jared mm-hmm. Ramos, and Kellen Diedrich to kind of fill that defensive line spot, I think. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, uh, Luke. You know, Noah Cashmitter is 6'3, 245. Jared yeah. Ramos is a redshirt freshman. He's 6'4, 265. Uh, Kellen Dietrich is 6'3", 245. Henry Noose is 6'4", 241. Uh, and so you're looking at – and Gubner, you, you go from Gubner and you're like, dang, he's what, 6'3", yeah. 280-something? Uh, and so, like, you look at the weight difference and you're just like, well, Ramos, you know, is that second-weight guy, but he doesn't have probably the experience that you would like. But other than that, you don't have any of those other guys that have even- had experience. Matai from you know Mississippi State, he's only listed at two thirty. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, uh, I saw an interview with him. I was like, boy, I thought he was bigger. Yeah. Um, so the what the one guy that I I wonder about too is uh, 
Edwards. I mean, he's a big boy, six five, yeah. thirty five. You know, has he put on some more weight? Then? I mean, have they have they updated the weight on here a little bit? I don't <laughs> know. Uh, you know, I never trust the weights on here. Yeah, way, so, um, it's what we got. It's what we got. Yeah. So I mean, but the other thing is, is we got some speed over there. You're hoping yeah. with with guys that are a little lighter that that they yeah. have the extra speed. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I still think we have you know a good D line and. Old governor is still one bad man over there. So, oh, uh, plus our, our linebacker core is really good. Yeah, I mean, the, we yeah. we say at linebacker you we are we we just reload every year. It seems like, and yep. it's uh, I mean, yeah, there. I mean, we got two our two captains, Jenna Kerr and Hill, right there, our linebackers, yeah. and then you've got a whole bunch of other ones that are going to be rotating through there. So hopefully they can help, you know, fill the holes. And yeah. make up for or maybe are lacking on the D line. Well, and you said it, you just said it loose. Like, to be able to play the, say, what, the 3 4, right? The 3 mm-hmm. 4 3 or whatever you want to say it is, uh, you would have to have another defensive tackle. To even play a 4 3, you'd have to have another defensive oh, yeah. tackle inside. Especially 4 3. Yeah. So, we don't have, we don't have that. The, the 3 4, you could get away with Gubbs playing nose and the DNs. Yep. And then four linebackers out there, but yeah. So we'll see. We'll just. It's. I really think is. I know many people are like, oh, we got to get away from that three v five. I just don't because of what we have on that side of the ball on the line and stuff. I don't see us getting away from it. Well, and, and the other side that people don't really talk about it is in those games, we did not get off blocks. Yeah, you know, like, and, and I'm not throwing the linebackers under the bus, but you know, our front did a good job where they held the line. And you know the linebackers are supposed to come in and fill the holes. We list we missed a lot of tackles. Yeah. Where one of those tackles we had them down, and then they ran ran for a touchdown. Um, and so you know doing arm tackles and finishing tackles, and also just getting off blocks. Yeah. Because that get that's, up in the wash, they got to get yeah. off. And, you know. And that that there. that's our specialty is we have a lot of guys that are quick, agile guys. We've got. That's what we have. We've got to use that to the best of our ability. Yep, you know, absolutely. when we face these next three teams that are in the top three, it's we're going to have to do something different. We're not going to, ha- and that's what was hard last year is we tried to play the same way. We, we can't play that way with those teams that have great offensive lines. It, it's yep. just not going to work unless you are on your game and you're hitting those holes and you're getting off blocks and you are faster than them and they can't even catch up. Yeah. Well, so with our deep, deep linebacker room this year, that's that helps us a lot more. Yeah. Uh, and we, we got it. I don't know how many safeties we got. We got a ton of safeties on the we team. We have a this lot year. of safeties. So, like, seriously, I hope that they can kind of get away. Like, I, 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 I'll be honest with you guys. I, I'm not a big fan of the 335. It's great to watch against lesser opponents. <laughs> Yeah. And it's really, there's, really there's fun. certain teams it works really well against. Oh, yeah. Then there's teams like North Dakota State. That just, <laughs> then you're like, oh, my gosh. But hopefully they can get some recruitment, maybe get some, rid of some of the, the, the linebackers, not the linebackers, but safeties, uh, and kind of get some more def- defensive line guys in there. Um, it's just kind of – and, and, and I, I'm not going to say it's kind of hard to find those guys because other, guy, other people are finding those guys. Right. Like, like that's one of the things that has bugged me is 
um, the coaching staff, well, it's hard to find, you know, those big guys. Well, that's not true because I know Montana State can find them. Yeah. I know that other other teams in the big sky can find them. I just think that we need to make a decision and a in, in a, a commitment to find those guys well, and go after that kind of guys defense. that are uh, big frames that we could put some weight on too that could yeah. become D linemen. I mean, I know yep. a lot of DNs turn into D tackles and stuff, you know, because they all of a sudden you know let's put some weight on you and get you into that D tackle spot. Yep. yep. So it'll be interesting to see, you know who plays where and how they rotate guys through and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you mentioned, you know, defensive end, you've got Kale Edwards that, you know, he's getting a lot of the talk where he, he is so quick and so fast and so uh, athletic. You've got the Hayden Harris, the yep. UCLA transfer. He's got one year. Uh, I think he's going to be really, really, well, he's, really he's six, five, two fifty two. So he's got some, he's got some size, a little bit of size to him. Exactly. So. And then you got Garrett Husted, who was uh, there last year. At the end of the year, he, he started, I think, learning the defense and kind yeah. of getting his groove and, and really kind of uh, showing what he could do. He's a, he's a great man child. And then, um, you know, the, those are the defensive ends that I've seen. Do you see anything different that I'm missing? Guys, you're going to no. see that McGoran's not there. He retired from uh, yeah. injury. So we, that's a big hit for our defense. Those are, those are our three. And then uh... – you know, you got Clay Oven. I don't know if he'll see any time, much time this year, but that's our. Yeah, he's our, he's a freshman, so so yeah. And I know that we usually don't play freshmen too much, but all I mean, Kale Hayden and Garrett are all juniors. So, um, yeah. again, that's why that depth. I'm going. It really leans more to that three three five because just yeah. because of the depth that we have. So. Yep. Yep. And then you know you, you've got you mentioned Luke linebacker you right. Yeah, uh, it, we just restack, re regroup, and and so you've got Braxton Hill broke out last year and then got kind of hurt and banged up and kind of had the second half of the season wasn't as good as the first couple of games. Uh, Levi Janicaro, he's that leading tackler coming back. He had an amazing year last year. Didn't he have something like like eighty nine, ninety yeah. tackles last year? Uh, amazing season. Is the thirty seven. Uh, and then you got, you know, guys that haven't gotten uh, the start with Terrell, Flink. Uh, and then you've got. I think Flink's going to be starting this year's. You think so? Mind. Yeah. Okay. Flink's, Flink's apparently had a really good camp. So. Okay. I think, and, I, and I've heard that the, one of the guys that have ha- has had the best uh, is Riley Wilson, the transfer from yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, I he's one he that I'm really excited to see. See what he does. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about that kid. So yeah. um, I'm excited to see him play and just see how he shows up out there. Exactly. And then you got the uh, Eric uh, Osteen from the transfer from uh, UCLA in there as well. Um, and so those are the main guys. You've got a lot of guys behind there. That A couple of the guys that uh, I'm excited to look for here in the next couple of years that we've actually done interviews with. Um, that are going to be awesome with Genitone uh, and uh, some of those guys that are, are young. Well, the nice coming. thing is a lot of those guys you'll see out on kickoff and exactly. you know, special teams, and that's where you yep. start noticing them. They're yep. out there blowing people up and firing yep. up. And you're going, ooh, there's someone who's coming. Because, I mean, we saw like Jenna Caro's out there doing that yep. hill, and next thing you know, they're starting linebackers. So, yeah. That'll be awesome to see. Also, guys, you know, the one of the things, you know, I, I don't underestimate the linebacking position. I just think it's going to be there. Um, 
because just because of how we do linebackers. Yeah. It's just my question is who's going to step up, right? We've yeah. had, and, and, and I don't think that it's, it's not me saying that there's not because for the last, what, 10, 15 years, you've always had a guy. And that's yeah. the question. And somebody also just steps up, but it's just out of intrigue. Who's going to step up? Who's yeah. going to be that guy that we're like, he's the face of the defense. Who's going to do, who's going to do it? Is Hill going to do it? He did it a little bit last year. Got hurt. Jana Carroll had a great year last year. Could do it. Uh, you know, Wilson, the newcomer. Uh, yeah, Terrell just, and don't know. It'll be interesting to see who that, who that guy is. Cause there's always every year, someone surprises us and it's awesome that we get that. I mean, yeah. we're so fortunate to, I mean, just thinking about the linebackers that have come through here in the last few years, it's just like, how in the heck do we keep just rolling these guys out? And yep. it's, we're just fortunate to have guys like this. And they have that mentality where they're just, I mean, they're going out, they're going to blow teams up and just do everything they can for their teammates to win. So yep. um, yeah, it's going to be, I'm excited. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I kinda, I'm, you know, poor Butler. They got they got some cool. stuff. Um, these boys are tired of hitting each other, and they're that's gonna, gonna take be a hard them. game. I really feel bad <laughs> for those like teams like out of the Pioneer League where, you know, they they they're not scholarship. You know, a lot of those guys, and we'll get to their their um, breakdown here. They're, they're not big, big, big guys. Yeah. You know, they they are. You know, your quintessential, you know, your their line's gonna be 260, 270. So you're gonna be outweighed 30, 35, yeah. 40 pounds, which that doesn't you don't see that initially, but by the second and third quarter, you start seeing it where people are tired and you're to see open holes. Yeah. Uh which I just think that, that that's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, yeah, you've got and I just want to uh, say Patrick O'Connell, linebacker. Uh, shout yeah. out to him. Uh, he is doing amazing work crossing my fingers that he gets on with the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. I know um, Malik got, uh, waved today, waved today. Yeah. Uh, which was a bummer, but Patrick's still on the team and yeah. he's been killing it out there. He's been doing uh, an amazing job. Team and tackles and stuff. And so, yeah. uh, if anybody's got a shot to make the 53, I think Patrick will. And yeah, even with, with that, if he doesn't, when you're someone's going to well, snatch someone's him gonna up. Come and nab you up. Yeah. yeah. So, no, he's not. He's he's got to make a team with with his yeah. his preseason that he had. Uh, and I didn't want to get off on a tangent, but we were talking about linebackers, guys, and mm-hmm. he's had a phenomenal year. Uh, so proud of him and, and how hard he's improved just off of the season that he had last year with getting yeah. hurt and and all the things well, that he went through last year. To Pete Carroll's had some really good things to say about him. So um, he's he's. I mean he's. He's getting noticed, and that's what you got to do, you know, in the NFL is get noticed. So, well, and I think that I think Carroll kind of sees that too, because you know you got Brock Coyle, that yeah. was a Montana guy. I think he's kind of helped um, O'Connell as well. Um, and so Coyle's too. a great guy. I've had him on the pod. We've had him on the podcast, and a great listen as well. Um, so, uh, didn't want to spend too much time on that, guys, but definitely go see the Seahawks play. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see our guy out there. Uh, you know, one of the mainstays going back to just the uh season preview, guys, that is glaring to me. And and Luke, you need to tell me if I'm hogwash or not, is the cornerback room, right? You lose Justin Ford. Yeah. Uh and he 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 did a lot of things last year that 
yeah, he didn't have the interceptions, but there's a lot of things that he brings. He brings yeah. that dog mentality. He, he may he not brings, have had the interceptions, but he no. shut down half the field. You know, it was kind yep. of reminded me a lot when True was, was here and people yep. just didn't throw at him because they didn't want to get picked off. So exactly. Um it's hard to replace that. I mean, three all Americans on defense. How do you how do you do that? I mean, yeah. so we're fortunate we have a lot of good players. Yeah. Um my understanding is we got four cornerbacks right now. I think one of them was a was a safety that we made a cornerback, but Ronald Jackson. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you know, I'm I'm I mean, how do you replace a Ford? You don't. So hopefully the guys that are there can rotate through, stay fresh, and 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 do a good job. And you know, the good thing is if the offense is putting a lot of points, well, that takes some ease off of everybody else. So um well, and, and you you've got the big sky where it's kind of different. It's kind of changed because, you know, you got the early 90s and 2000s where it was just like a passing league. And now it's oh, half the teams or more, if not more, run the ball heavy. Yeah, right. So down. you're not going to you're not going to get challenged. You're going to get challenged by Eastern Washington. The team that scares me, I think, the most is probably Idaho because they've yeah. got some talented receivers. Oh, yeah. Quarterback is talented. I mean, that's I mean, I think I mean, personally, I think they're favored for me. That's the team that could win the big skies. Yeah. Idaho. I mean, over the cats. I know everybody's the cats, but I think Idaho, with the talent they're bringing back and what Eck did last year, they're the team that scares me probably the most out of everybody. Yeah, and they've, they've got two tremendous wide receivers mm-hmm. that are getting all the talent. We'll see what happens with them. You know, and one of the things that if you look at our schedule, like what we've gone over, we don't play Eastern Washington. Yeah. And so that really if we would have had to play them, I would have been really leery of of not going to that nine and two, but that eight and three. Um, I still and, think Eastern's building. I still, I think they're going to be down. This oh, year. I do too. I do too. But I just think just with that glaring yeah. quarterback area yeah. and then guys, just to let you know, we've got Corbin Walker. He's the returning leader in that cornerback room. Uh, it feels like he's been there forever. And he, <laughs> he's that, I believe he's a senior this year. Uh, what Luke had said, he's uh, Ronald Jackson. He's the Akron transfer. That was a safety, but they switched him to cornerback this year. Uh, they have uh, Lamar Campbell. He's the Washington State slash Santa Barbara Community College transfer. Uh, Jelani Warren is the UCLA transfer. Yep. And then you've got Trevin Gradney, uh, who, from all accounts, what I've heard is they're hoping he kind of takes that position. Or well, I've heard of- Gradney had a really good camp. So yeah. I've heard a lot of good stuff about Gradney. So and so, if we can kind of get him to take that that yeah. those reins, and you got those other transfers that you know may not have seen. Uh, and you were right, Corbin is a senior this year. Yeah, yeah. Those other guys that may not have seen uh, experience in those situations, because um, you know the transfers, uh, Lamar Campbell and Jelani Warren, did not see the field. Right. And then Ronald Jackson, oh. I think he got he showed in Akron as a safety. So you got three guys there that haven't played a down of cornerback. So we'll we'll see how uh, how they show up, I guess, this weekend. Exactly, uh, exactly. Well, One I'm glad we're playing a team like Butler. I mean, well, uh, they're they're cornerbacks. Not to, pretty well, good, not though. Yeah, I know. Not to say anything bad about Butler, but it's still yeah. you know, if you're going to play a non scholarship team. That's that's usually beneficial to you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, a lot. just looking at that room, we have a lot of transfers. 
will those transfers sticks? You know, Bobby has done really well in the transfer portal where a lot of those transfers have stuck. Is this the year, you know, just being the, uh, you know, devil in the details. Is this the year that it doesn't, you know, it could still, but it, it, one of these years it's not. And hopefully you have guys that kind of rise to the occasion and, and, and pick up the slack. Yeah. Um, And so also just, you know, that cornerback room, with the defense that we play, they they are a lot of times on the island of one-on-one. Yep. And so, you know, if you do not have uh, those quarterbacks, you can't pressure those wide receivers and and do what you need to do and get the pressure from the linebackers. And so um, it's, it's a very important spot where we have to have to be able to play our defense that we want to play. I'm optimistic because I know when Ford came in, we were, we'd heard yeah. whispers that he was going to be good. And yep. then next thing you know, it was the streak of picking people off. And, you know, the whole biggest guys going, who's this guy? So, yeah, uh, you never know. Uh, yep. It'll be interesting to see see how they show up and stuff. And sometimes, you know, you take that guy and switch from safety to corner and he just fits too. So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, in the it's I, I think we're a lot better suited rather than in the past. We had to take wide receivers and go, hey, go play corner now. You've never played in your entire so yeah, yeah. I'd rather take six. players, you know, that, that, that <laughs> kind of get that side of the ball. So yeah, I'd rather take safeties and wide receivers. Yeah. That's and, and you know what though, but they did a pretty darn good job though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did. They did. Uh, so. And then, then guys, you know, the last defensive side of the ball, you've got safeties. Uh, you've got three guys that have uh, played downs. You've got Trajan Cotton, Nash Fouch, and Garrett Graves. Yeah. Uh, you know, those guys. I don't have a worry in the world. Those guys are are, are legit. Trajan Cotton, I think, is is somebody that does not get the the recognition that he is. He is a a downhill I, hitter. I feel like oh he gosh. hasn't felt like he's had his breakout yet. No, no. he's just looking to show like who yeah. I am and make his stamp on Grizz Nation. And I'm hoping yep. that that's what happens this year. So he, he it's going to be interesting to see who fills in that spot that Robbie mm-hmm. had, uh, who fits that it, who, who actually does that. You know, they've got a t- tremendous amount of safeties yeah. on the squad. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. Um, but then also just who behind that develops, right? right? So you, those guys, if not, if I'm not mistaken, Trajan's a senior, I think Nash, Bouch is a senior, and I think Garrett Graves is a senior. You never know. You never know if those guys will get a, a, a you know, NCA waiver where they'll play one more one more year. Just with how crazy um, pandemic years and all that stuff has happened, and, and then injuries and stuff like that. But I do believe Garrett already. Garrett yeah, Graves already a red senior. Yeah, uh, Bouch is a redshirt senior, and so is Graves. They're all. Yeah, redshirt seniors. So. so they've already used their redshirt. So yeah. pretty much, they're, they're this, this is, is their it. last year. This is it for them. Yeah. So they've got to develop that on the back side of that safety room. So um, it's gonna be an interesting year, man. I I, I feel yeah. I'm I'm glad that football's back, and I see some great things with this team. I don't think they're gonna have the glaring. Uh, like eyes on them where you're going to say, oh, they're going to be a top 10 team. But Jackson I, Lee, he's the other one that I've been hearing good things on. Yep, yep. 
you know, I so we can see him kind of break out. I'm excited to see what he can do. He's just a junior, so is um, it clue switch on there too? Isn't he a safety or is he a wide uh, clue switch? I'm looking real quick here. I think he's a safety. Clue switch or he might be a cornerback. He's a Missoula. I think it's a Missoula kid. Yeah, because Jackson leaves out of Sentinel, my my old okay. alma mater. But no, I, he must be a corner because I don't see him on the okay. Safety. So, but yeah, just yeah. With, with Montana not being that, that we're always going to get everybody's best, right? We're right. going to, if we are playing a team, they're going to want to make a mockery of us and, and say, oh, we beat you, right? Yeah. But going into this, well, I think the polls have had us anywhere from 13 to 16 kind of range, yeah. where I think, I think that's the highest that's is 10. Maybe yeah. I think that's ten was the highest I saw us, but yeah. So I think that that that's going to be good for us to have a chip <laughs> on our shoulder to go prove to people like, hey, you know, no, we're Montana. We're expect to be in the top five and and in semifinals and championship. Is this yeah. what is going to happen? Uh, I think our, our our schedule is going to be not easy, but it favors us. It is a favorable schedule this year. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially, we should. I mean, like I said, I, I feel like we should win the first five. Exactly. Five well, and that's what we said last year, though. And if we do that, well, that sets us up to having. I mean, that's a top matchup because Davis will probably. I haven't looked at their schedule, but they're they're going to be ranked two still. So yeah, look that up, bro. Um, boy, it'd sure be nice being six and zero going to the Idaho game. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that, that would be, be ideal. Oh, oh man, I don't know, but uh, um, I mean, and that game, if you is, guys don't know, that game is on ESPN, ESPN too. too. And so, I, I ESPN is probably just like hoping for that, too. Oh, yeah, I, if you're on ESPN, <laughs> I'm going, come on, Montana and Idaho, be undefeated going to the little brown Stein game. Yeah, um, that's just so, gonna put more eyes on everything, good for everything, but uh, UC you know, Davis plays Texas AM Commerce, okay. Which I think that, if I'm not mistaken, is a newly FCS school that okay. was D2, which I've heard a lot of good things. Okay. Uh, and then they play Oregon at Oregon State. And then they play Southern Utah, Eastern Washington, Cal Poly. So their toughest game, I mean, I mean it doesn't matter what happens in the FBS game. They no, win that, that's, just a, that's awesome for them. If they lose it, no big deal. Yeah, but and I don't. I don't think Eastern they're be probably is their toughest one would be my is is probably yeah know. yeah. This is you're probably three and one going into that game three and one. Yeah, which you know you really can't fault them with that one loss to an Oregon State team no. who is is going to be a legit team yeah, this year with what they did last year. <laughs> I want to say they're 14th or something. Or, yeah, they're they're, they're, they're going to be top 25. So yeah, yeah, that'll be yeah, it'll be it'll. Be interesting. I mean, the key is for us is if we can stay, keep health. Yes, that's, that's been one of our, you know, fall knock on wood is not 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 keeping our quarterback healthy. So knock on wood. Yep, he stays. Both of them, whoever it is, stays healthy and and can uh, lead the team, lead the offense. That's uh, should be. I mean, should be one of the top offenses of the nation this year. It should be. You know, we've got the the talent. Let's see if we can actually do it. So. Hey guys, let's let's go into Butler real quick. Uh, I wrote some things down for Butler. Uh, you really don't want to hear this. <laughs> Their quarterback, uh, Brett Bushka. Yep. 5'10, 205, 
I'm trying to pull up all the accolades that he has. It is ridiculous what he he has. Um, last year, 2022, he's good. Uh, 23 um, he's, running. He had 126 running attempts for basically 627 yards, five touchdowns. Passing, he was 205 of 317. 2,300 yards, a little over 2,300 yards, 20 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. So he's, and, he's, he's a pretty good quarterback. And he was the Pioneer Offensive Player of the Year, first team selection. Yep. First team all Pioneer. He's, he was, again, on the Walter Payton Award li- watch list. Uh, he's also an academic honor roll. Yep. Um, the guy's the guy's good. He's, yeah. he's, he's an RPO quarterback where – I mean, but he can run it and pass it. So exactly. I mean, he's a legit, a legit quarterback, and we've got to, we got to get take care of him. Otherwise, it could be a long day. Well, I so. would, I would hit him often in in early, so that it kind of gets the uh, <laughs> the thought of actually running because he has to deal with those linebackers. Yeah. Uh, because if you don't get him under control, it, it could be a long day. Well, and that's where you know our offense keeping him on the sidelines. Is going to really benefit us. Yep. Yep. So, you know, th- they're running back going, you know, and thank you for Luke for having that because I couldn't find it as fast as my internet's kind of uh, <laughs> winky wonky, man. But uh, running back, uh, Joey Succi, 109 attempts, 441 yards, and four touchdowns. Um, that's who I could find is their leading running back coming back. Their wide receivers, Tyler Adams. And Luke Wooten. I think their their main running back graduated last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so their wide receivers. It was really interesting. They had a redshirt freshman. Is there one of their leading wide receivers coming back? Which I don't know if he just had a great last end of games, but that Luke Wooten was a redshirt freshman. Fifty-eight receptions, yeah. six hundred fifty-seven yards, and six touchdowns. And then Tyler Adams. 39 receptions and 689 yards and five touchdowns. Um, so, you know, if you look at just like what they have coming back, a lot of their offense is their quarterback. And so it'll be interesting yeah. to see who steps up for them in the running back wide receiver room to see how they use the uh, Bushka. Uh, because I think if they, if they don't have that in place, it's going to be a long day for Bushka. It's just going to be him oh. doing that himself. And they they do bring back their whole offensive line too. Like that yes. group is all back. So that's I mean yeah. that's big. And I mean, yeah, I don't care what size they are. If you bring that whole unit back, that's just one yep. more year of them being cohesive and playing together better. So yeah, um, and they don't have to worry about you know coming up with the running backs. They can just you know open up holes like they they were last year. So well, and, you know, a lot of times we like to say, okay, Butler, they're pioneer. Welcome to Washington Grizzly. They did play at South Dakota State last year. Not that yeah. South Dakota State is Washington Grizzly, but they're starting to get the fans and all that stuff. And so, um, you know, it's it's still a long ways. They're coming from Indianapolis. Uh, yep. I've got some people I know in Indianapolis, and I told them we're playing Butler, and they were like, "Oh, you guys should kill them." I was like, well, "I'm not, I'm not going to say that yet, but I'm hoping so." so. Yeah. <laughs> you, you never like ever Indianapolis since, people don't have a lot of faith in them. No, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> ever since that Coastal Carolina game, where oh, yeah. like we like got wiped, I was just yeah. like, "What in the world?" No, you, like, you this can't Coastal Carolina came came in was freezing out, and we lost. It was like yeah. crazy. Well, we can't overlook anybody, and 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 
these guys aren't gonna. I mean, they've been prepping yeah. for Butler, and um, you know, I still think we're gonna win and win sizably is my opinion but i think so too i, still, I just don't see it we got to keep that quarterback under i mean he's good he's very yes. he's a great athlete yep. um the fact that he's playing for non-scholarship butler i mean he could be playing elsewhere easily oh easily fc I'm, I'm surprised he's he not gotten sco- scooped up i am not being am. A, a a scholarship team why would you like I, 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 and maybe he loves butler university it, it yeah. is it's probably a great university but their football team doesn't get scholarships. Like, why would you stay? You could go to FCS school over in Indianapolis, over there, you know, Western Illinois, all, any of those M- M- MVC uh, schools over in that area would probably love to have them. So yeah. uh, defensive side, guys, you know, they've got three leading tacklers coming back. They've got Connor Reed, which what is really interesting is all their returning tacklers. And I know you can't really – take too much of off of that, but their leading tacklers coming back are all the quarterbacks. Uh, Connor Reed, uh, 44 tackles, one interception. Nick uh, Bafia, 41 tackles, and then Will Mason, 43 tackles and two interceptions. So um, I couldn't find any guys that were um, after the top three that weren't cornerbacks. Um, And so it would be interesting to see what happens with that. If you do yeah. kind of like a breakdown with their points, you know, I think that who they played kind of affected their point spread, you know, because they were only averaging about 27 points a game. Opponents were averaging about 22. Um, they were more pass heavy with 217 yards per game and 161 rushing yards. Um, third and down percentage was pretty good with 42%. Well, and I think their number one rusher is is Brett Buska. I think yeah. their quarterback yep. is their number one rusher, too. So. Yeah, their leading rusher coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did allow 15 sacks last year, uh, and they fumbled 16 times. That's, that's nice to know. Let's hope they still want to put the ball on the turf. That would exactly. Be, that would make things fun in Washington Grizzly. So. <laughs> exactly. You know, 36 of the 37 times in the res- – uh, 36 out of – I can't read my own handwriting. Gosh. Wow. Uh, there are 36 of, I think, I think that says 57. <laughs> it might be 47. I can't read it. I was, I was writing late at night, uh, but only 26 of those uh, 36 attempts were touchdowns. Sure. Um, and so that was very similar to the opponents, which you kind of get um, with that. So, you know, they were lo- looking at 379 yards of total offense. So, you know, it, it's not a bad offense by any means. It's, it's pretty, Pretty average to maybe a little above average. Well, Bobby was saying the presser today that reminded him of Air Force a little bit, where they're you know run pass option. I mean, it's kind of that that yeah. Hopefully not triple option kind of crap that no one likes having oh, to defend. No. So, um, but you know we'll see. You know they're you know their defense has to put up with our offense too. So um, that's that's where I think we're going to put on a little bit of a show this weekend is the offense will. Yeah, yeah, and you just hope that the offense can put enough points up so that your well, defense can kind of get. Well, the defense will feed off that offense yeah. starts like yep. that, man. And you start feeding off it, your jack, because the offense is you know putting points up and stuff. And then next thing you know, you're like, well, I don't want to let any points come up. So, yep, that's where I'm hoping they just feed off each other. And uh, next thing you know, we're getting to see a bunch of young kids play because uh, it's out of hand. So exactly, exactly. Uh, 
you know, I, I think that we've got a lot of a lot of good things going for us this year. Butler's just the start, guys. Um, it is going to be. I think it's a new. Isn't it a noon kickoff? It's like one of our only noon yeah, kickoffs. Yeah, it is noon kickoff. So, so yep. that's kind of a a cool noon thing. To, ESPN Plus. There you go. And or, or I think SWX too, if you're in Montana. So exactly, exactly. Uh, Luke, this is just kind of off the off the board, but how have you liked uh, the ESPN? I love it. I do too. Um, <laughs> like, and, and and my buddies that live out of a lot of us don't aren't fortunate to live in Montana anymore. So exactly, uh, it has made it so much easier to watch the Grizz. Um, and then too, I guess what I love too is that I can rewatch it if I want to. Exactly, and then watch you know other Big Sky games. It's just. Uh, yep. Deciding with ESPN Plus was huge. I'm so glad that we're doing it. And then, too, because of that, that's why we're getting these ESPN two games and stuff. Yep. Um, yep. It's it's that's huge for recruiting. The fact that the recruits can see us too when they need to, all that stuff adds up. So, yep. um, I love it. I mean, especially there's uh, I think it might be the Dane Davis game where I have to be at a wedding this year. Oh no! And, uh, I'll have my phone so I can watch that game. <laughs> so it's like, is it a family member? Uh, a close friend of mine who actually is oh, a okay. University of Montana grad. And I'm like, what are you scheduling your wedding? What, go on the bye week. What are you doing? <laughs> you hope. You hope. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure we'll have that game on at the reception. So there you go. There you go. Uh, so, you know, I think this is the gr- great time to kind of kind of go over some fan questions. You know, Egris, we've had some. And then also on this live broadcast, we've had some as well. Um, you know, off of Egris, you know, beware of the uh, the D. He's a faithful uh, listener. Um, said, hey, guys, uh, fan of the pod, excited to hear what you guys have going on. Here are some questions for you. So he's got about six here. So, oh, wow. uh, yeah, he, some of them I think we've kind of gone over. But overall thoughts about our spot in the coaches and media polls, which I think we kind of. I think we're right where we need to be. It's I, mean, I think, yeah. What happened last year with us being two and kind of not living up to it doesn't surprise me that we're in that 10 to 14 spot. So, well, and if you look at the big sky, like the coaches poll and the media poll kind of are, and if you're just looking at us, like we are picked what three, two or three in the media poll and we were picked six in the coaches poll. Like, honestly, you can't, you can't go off. You can't fault people for doing that. Also, we have a lot of new coaches in the big sky. Yeah. And also, we have like if you look at where we've finished, we've finished three, four, or five in the big sky yeah, in the last we, we, four or five years. Yeah, we haven't we haven't proven it. So no, and this so is a, this is a this is a prove it year. Yeah, you know? and and if you look at okay, if you look at two through six, those teams aren't far apart. No, you're looking at sorry, I'm gonna cough. No, you're you're talking <laughs> Montana State, Idaho, Black State, Weber State, UC Davis, and the Grizz. Yeah. And I mean, they're all real close to each other. Yeah. It's after that where you get the bigger gap. Those those six teams, you're right. They're they're all gonna be in the thick of it and all beating the crap out of each other yep. in the big sky. Um, I mean, personally, I think between Missouri Valley and Big Sky, those are two best conferences in the league this year. And so, honestly, you're not gonna and, and and this is just my thought process, you're not always gonna get the best team. Because we do not play around Robin yeah. <laughs> style, uh, Big Sky, it, it's going to be heavy on who you play this year, yeah. um, and so who you play and and who's playing and and, and how you're playing is going to see 
you rise in the standings or fall in the standings. So um, I think we're, you know, we've earned what we've got this year. You know, you don't really earn your media poll. You earn it from the last year. And, and if you mm-hmm. look at where we finished last year, we, we, we're not, we're not top three by any means. Well, and all we got to do is go out there and prove it. And you can take that 14. The next thing you know, be up in the top. Yeah. Um, if we get, get it done, like we're, we should. And let's say, let's say we go and beat Davis in Idaho. You do yeah. that. We're gonna be right up there in the top top five. Oh uh, yeah, easily. definitely. So definitely. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, to see what happens here. His second question, I know we haven't gotten to, uh, is Coach Hauk on the hot seat? Do you think he is the coach that can get us the natty? Um, I, I honestly don't think he's on the hot seat this year. I think he's done what he has to do to not be on the hot seat with moving coaches around. I think if he has another season like he did last year where it didn't meet expectations, I think he might be on the hot seat. Um, it, it is a contract year, which is kind of kind of interesting. Um, if they don't do well this year, do they just do a one year and see what happens? I think if, if they try to do a one year, I could totally see how just saying, nope, whatever. Yeah. You don't have the faith in me. I'm, I'm gone. Uh, and just, just being, <laughs> you know, how Hulk is, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't know. I, I think it's a really important year for, for Grizz football. Um, if they don't get back to it, uh, it kind of depends on the trenches. Uh, well, and I, I've said that for a while, if we don't win the trenches, we're not going to be in the top four. And, and so this is our, our first year where I truly think that we do have the front four, front five, and the, the guys behind to back that up. Yeah. Well, so last year was a disappointment. That's what a yeah. lot of – that's where people yep. are going is how come the hot seat. Now, yeah. let's look at that, though. I mean, we got Sac State. We should have won. Lucas gets hurt, and we're right there. And yeah. calls at the end, questionable. Weber State. We should have won that game too. Um, Chris Brown yeah. didn't play up to expectations, in my opinion. The coaching was terrible that game. But if Lucas plays in both of those games, let's say we win them, people aren't going, oh, that was a disappointment, even if we lose to North Dakota State up there. Yeah. Um, it just changes the whole aspect. It was just that we come in ranked so high, expected to win Big Sky, and we don't do any of that stuff. That That's why people are like, hey, is Bobby on the hot seat? Um, again, like I've said a few times, this is a prove it year. We yeah. got to go out and prove it. Um, our schedules are advantageous to us, so we just yeah. need to go out and do it. Um, and damn it, beat the damn cats. We can't freaking oh. those guys anymore, um, especially at home. So yeah, um, we were embarrassed last year. And well, and I think that's and, a lot. A lot of those questions come into play is us losing the the state. And unfortunately, I don't think it's just on one one front. Um, I think, you know, we're losing it enrollment wise. We're we're losing it in degree wise. Well, I don't know about I mean, they they maybe have more, but I know we've been up. Like we we've were been down. up. Yeah. We've been up the last four years, and my I think we're going to be up again this year. So yeah, um, Botner's doing an awesome job. Like yeah. that guy is. I, I think we're so lucky to have Botner as president, and I think Roman's going to keep going. But 
we got to win to keep yeah. the in-state kids coming in. Uh, yeah. Got to win that state battle. Yeah, and I just think that the, the, with, with 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 Bobby, I, I think he's a good enough coach. I just think that with some things in the program, I think things have to change. Uh, I think that to get the fan base, it, you're going to have those diehards, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to watch no matter what. Um, but if you don't get yourself out there, uh, the media is, and, and if you look at Colton Nuanas, like he's even said, the Grizz aren't. You can't get a hold of them. You can't. You can't do what you can with the Cats instead of the Grizz. They just. I wish that they would allow a little bit more in depth look at what's going on, and I know yeah. that's that's kind of going back to the late or the early 2010s, 2011s with what happened. I think that kind of stems from that. Um, But with, with what, how college football is and it based off of social media, I think you can, you can uh, gain a whole lot more with your, your department with um, social media and your other entities to kind of do a little bit more in that instance um and so i think that's that's where fans are seeing oh well the cats are doing this the cats are doing this the cats are doing this the grizz are doing this and you just feel at loss where you're just like well what are we doing well, um, i will say i feel like our social media presence over the last six months has been a lot better oh yeah keaton johnson's really throwing the recruiting stuff out there with yeah. the sharks and that was yep. stuff with the cannon and then how allowing that fcs uh Oh, who was it? They interviewed the FCS campus or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Came in. Yeah. He did. He opened up in their interviews and talked to him. Yep. They filmed our guys float in the river. I mean, all that stuff was such yeah. good press. I was like, wow. I was surprised they let him do it. And yeah. I was I surprised that they took a day off and they floated the river as a, as a team. That was a yeah. really Well, cool. they practiced that morning and they got to float in the afternoon. Yeah. But, but still, so, like, so, yeah. like, you don't really, ne- you don't but see that from how. That, that's, uh, I think that was a good team building yeah. exercise and just, you know, giving them a little break from beating the heck out of each other and stuff. Yep. So, um, and that cold water in the river is going to help get your legs back too. So, oh gosh, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I, I feel like we're, we're way far from where we could be, but I see progress, which is, yeah. which is positive. So I'm excited to see some of that progress that we're starting to do a little more social media recruiting. You're seeing more things and stuff. So, um, it's it's better than it was, but it could always be better. Exactly, exactly. And I think that you get some, and, and Keaton has been amazing. And, mm-hmm. and I really like shout out to him, and, and you know, and letting Bobby letting him do that because yeah. you know he needed it, that it, a guy like that, and he's doing exactly a really good job. So he is, and uh, you know, it, it's up from here. I hope that we continue to grow in those areas, but I can see why why Grizz Nation is is kind of upset. Yeah. Um, but you know, his next question is which player whose name we may not know that well will make significant impact on this team. Um, do you want to do defense and I do offense or do you want to do offense and defense sure. or what do you want to do? Or do you just have one? You, you throw one out and I'll see if, if I throw the same one out. Okay. Uh, Jackson Lee. Okay. Is on, on defense. I really think he's going to breakout and then um you know i think uh, on the d line kale edwards i think that awesome. uh he was hurt last year 
a lot. And if Matt Kidd can stay healthy, I mean, I stood next to him when I was on the sidelines last year, and he is a mountain of a man. I was like, damn, dude. I was like, I've seen him feel small over here, and I'm not I'm not a very small man. So uh, I think those two on defense, uh, and, then, and then Wilson, too. Um, just he's new. People kind of hurt, you know, hear his name, but those three are really, I think, could could show us some stuff this year on on defense. Yeah, offensive wise, guys, I think, uh, it, you know, Sam Vidlack, I think, is going to be, and I think people have heard his name, but I think you're going to hear his name a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly think that Fonts is going to have a huge year. You've heard his his name but you haven't seen it. You've seen the plays where he's jumped over people. I think you're going to see a whole lot more of that. And then I, I totally agree with Luke that Ryan Simpson's going to have a huge year. It might not be wise uh, yards year yards. I think it's going to be touchdowns in the red zone. I truly think he's going to have a big year um, with that aspect. He's such a mismatch down there that, oh, yeah, I geez, think you're man. right. Um, and, and the other one, just because I'm going to throw a shout-out to the line is Grimsrud. I think you saw him take over last year. I really think that we're going to see even more progression from him, is my yeah. thought, this year, and just really see him shine. Well, one of the, one of the guys that I think, and I, I don't think I said this, one of the guys that I hope develops a little bit more is Brandon Casey. Casey. Um, that guy's – I mean, he's a, he's an FBS talent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or when he got recruited by Oregon State and stuff like that, yeah. if he kind of gets more development in, in you know, it, it's hard. As a freshman, he was thrown in there. Yeah. If those um, two <laughs> step up, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. Have that right side of that line yeah, up to that's... the left side of the line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, Ooh. imagine what? those yeah. those trenches and that the brawl of the wild. Oh, my gosh, man. I don't well, care about man, anything else. I'm just watching the lines, man. I'm looking this name up to that other kid, that Evan Schaefer, 6'5", 278 tight end that just came in. He's another one that um been hearing some things out of camp that, you know, watch out. So and it may I not be catching the ball. It's maybe blowing people up to give our running backs lanes to go. So, And I don't know if this is just me with, with the tight end group or just, like, hoping that we had Grossman. But, man, if you get – Olsen in there, six seven, and he can show his passing ability because he was a really good tight end in high school at Butte. Mm-hmm. Very good tight end. Yeah. Um, six, I, I think seven, man, fifty four. Jeez, we got some, got some, got some guys, and yeah. he's not done growing. Like that's six seven. We There's got a some, lot of weight we that we put on there. down there, man. It's gonna yeah. be on our offense. So yeah, um, and then. You know, these are guys that we think might break out. There could be a whole smaller people who just blow up. We're like, look at this guy. So yep. it's exciting for sure. Uh, and then this fourth one that he had, based on the schedule, what will the overall record be? I think we kind of already yeah, hit we that. that. Uh, who will be the MVP on offense and defense? Uh, I think it's going to be someone from the running back room, honestly. Or uh, Vidlack. Or Vidlack. I think it, it that's going to be your fonts. Yeah. I don't know. It's so hard because you don't know what they're going to be running. Like offensively wise, like if it is a pass oriented, yeah, it'll be Vidlack. Yeah. So if it's not, if they're going to be running two tight end schemes where they're adding two tight ends to that the the line, yeah, it's going to be a running back. That's a great point because we don't know what we don't know what piece is going to, you know, what Bobby's going to like. Okay, because we've seen 
I mean, Pease has had run offenses where they can throw it all over the field. And, yeah. And we just don't know what they're going to do. So, you know, that's a great question that we could maybe answer after this game or the next. You know, <laughs> right. exactly. We just, with two new coordinators, we're not sure what they're going to, what they're going to show, you know, and, yeah. and, and, Bobby's never going to show his hand oh, in no. the game. No. I mean, <laughs> he won't show it in the, until the like, playoffs. They were trying and their game just to ask him today at the presser. And he, I was just like, they always try every year. And it's like, come on, he ain't going to give you anything. You know, I, I, I watch those just to laugh because I'm like, who's going to get eaten alive oh, by Bobby? I love him. I, oh I, enjoy, I love watching him just, you know. <laughs> well, tell us about the quarterback at, at the Butler. He's left-handed. I don't. He's not left-handed. He's right-handed. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> or him just like uh yelling at Tabor for something that he's not yeah. doing or doing oh. or something like that. It's, it it's, cracks me up. It's like oh, it's man. like watching Belichick or something. Oh, it is. It it, it is. <laughs> Belichick or Save Saban's yeah. the right the same way. Yeah, exactly. Um, number five, uh, best bar in Missoula. You know, I can't really answer that one. Well, I'll, I'll go for there. Because uh, so, I, I haven't really been out in Missoula very much. <laughs> um, well, I, I can't answer it for like right this right now. But when I was there, uh, I was always part of the bodega. I worked there for a while. Uh, okay. Stocks is always great. Nowadays, a lot of us go to Reds. Um, you know, Davis, uh, Ryan Davis was bartending back then. Um, but then there's always the Mo Club. I mean, yeah, you can't exactly. go wrong with the Mo Club getting a Mo Burger and stuff. So yeah. those are my top. Um I was never really a big fan of the Iron Horse, but that's just me. It wasn't my crowd. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't really uh, uh, been to the bar scene, man. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I hope to be there sometime. But uh, um, that was his last question on there. Let's get some questions on on the, the comment section here. If you see one that I don't see. Uh, uh, they were asking about, like, Ferris State and stuff, which we'll talk more about. I mean, now, if we've seen tape, I've, yeah. I've heard a lot about them. I know that they're a dang good D two school, and we can't overlook those guys. And uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah that that game could only hurt us. So we just have to go oh, out man. and take our business. And that's what scares scares me. It, it, it might be you know a forty to twenty two win, and and people are going to say, well, you only beat them by eighteen points. If you don't beat a team down that looks like that, then you're going to look bad. Like no matter what, it's a, it's a lose, lose situation for us. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, they I, could I just, go on and win every game besides us and it's still, yeah, all was D2, you know, exactly. So. Exactly. Uh, this Facebook user said, uh, and I can't, I'm sorry. I didn't know your name, but this says Facebook user. Yeah, out here, guys. Yeah. Um, is he going to get back? Or is Bobby Howe going to get his first stint winning ways against Montana state or has the power in Montana shifted? Well, it already has shifted right now because, you know, and I, I hate to say this, but it, it has. It, it, we haven't met what expectations we've had. The Cats have gone to a national championship and a semifinal. Yeah. Uh, so we haven't been close to that. We've been only to the quarterfinals. So um, has it shifted permanently? No, I don't think so. It can always be slammed back the other way. Um, but yeah, right now they, they, they have that, they have the winning ways right now. Yeah. We, we need to go prove it. Yeah. We got to go when they come into Washington Grizzly, we got to prove that we're Montana and that the state belongs to us. So exactly. 
the Facebook user, I don't know if it's the same one, uh, but it says, as Montana fans, is it difficult to see other FCS Blue Bloods continue to move on to the FBS? It scares me, man. Like, seriously, losing JMU, losing Georgia Southern, like, and all this realignment. <laughs> Kennesaw State leaving, who wasn't even here for that long. And then yeah, with the Pac-12 doing, I mean, the Pac-4. The Pac-4. Right now, it's. Oh, uh, and I heard that they might be moving to the ACC. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's all yeah. about money and greed. And, yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, the good thing is, you know, we've got teams like North Dakota State, South Dakota State, the neighbors, yeah. us, that yeah. are all there. I mean, it's it's good that Idaho is all of a sudden, you know, Here. playing yeah. well and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that, that helps the FCS. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're fortunate to be where we're at. I mean, I can't imagine what Washington State and Oregon State are thinking. I mean, I can't, oh, I can't think of not having the Apple Cup and the Civil War. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah. What the well, heck? I, 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 I think the Rose Bowl now. It's like, what? That's the granddaddy yeah. of them all. I mean, I'm sure they'll make it into one of the playoff games or something like that. But it's like, yeah, yeah it's just, I mean, to, to lose all that tradition just for money. Uh, I mean, I guess money, that's what makes the world go around. So, Well, and soon, like, like and this is kind of off topic, but like soon you're just going to have, you know, the, it's going to be an, NFC, an uh, NFL type system yeah. where like all, all, all these schools are positioning themselves to be in that that NFL system where football is going to be its own entity yeah. and it's going to feed well, the other, it's going to feed the other sports, but those sports, and this is what I think they should have done. Like uh, other sports do this, like college baseball does this college hockey does this. Like they might be a part of a university, but they might not be affiliated with a ter- certain conference, uh, conference yeah. but like you can't honestly say, okay, USC women's or UCLA uh, soccer, women's soccer. Yeah. You're gonna go play new, uh, Rutgers. Well, yeah, that's. I had the like, exact same conversation with my wife. I was like, it's <laughs> pardon my bullshit what they yeah. football's doing to all these other sports. Exactly. They have these way more grueling schedules. Like you think about volleyball transferring all over the place to play all these schools yeah. across the. You know, they're going over the East Coast now. Yeah. And then, like, you know, the track teams, and it's like just because of football. I mean, I know that football generally plays pays for the rest of them, but I mean, I feel bad for all those other kids now. Well, like, volleyball is kind of safeguarded with that because a lot of their say, uh, like, because uh, for the Grizz, I don't know about other, other teams, but volleyball and softball, they play like softball, they play half their half their games away yeah. because of the of the, the weather. But with also volleyball, they play in these tournaments. Half of their non can are tournaments. Like we just had one, which is amazing. That's, and hopefully that's next before the conference schedule starts. Once exactly starts, and that's the, the I'm saying them conference games. That's yeah. where it's like they're flying from one end of the country to the other, and it's just like that's that's hard on a student athlete. Exactly, and you're expected to get good grades and study and all that stuff. Yeah. It's yeah, that, that's yeah. why I'm like, I, it doesn't feel like the university's thought about that side of it oh no they thought about just money 100 football and tv deal and money and it's yep. just it's i it it's stupid so but, but, I, it's I, stupid but do you like if you look at money wise the big 10 to the you know pack 12 whatever you want to call yeah. it like if you look at okay we're gonna get maybe i heard 25 maybe 18 million depending on subscribers and you're looking at the, the Big Ten, where you're looking at seventy-five to hundred million. Yeah, 
Like well, that's what like I sir, like you can't you can't you can't that's 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 huge. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I I'd heard people were like, oh, the Pac-12 is going to pick apart the Mountain West. Well, every Mountain West school I believe is getting forty-five million for their TV contract. Really, that's better, that's better than what the Pac-12 was getting. So why the heck would they leave? You know, it's like yeah, I, was, I heard they were getting about seven. Oh, I, I heard it was. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I heard it was like forty-five million is what they're getting for. Maybe that's divided. Wow. Maybe that's the whole TV contract and okay. it's divided up between all the Mountain West. That could be what it is. Okay, well, that's a lot of money. That's still but yeah. Whatever it was, I heard it was better than what the Pac-12 was getting. And so, Jeez. why would they leave? You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it does scare me. You know, if one of these blue bloods like North Dakota State or South Dakota State moves on, I always have been a proponent of, well, if, if one of those blue bloods leave, we need to leave too. Yeah. Um, and, and people will say, well, then you're not playing for championships. We haven't really been playing champions for four championships for 13 years. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, like and, we, it, I want to go to different bowl games every year. So yeah, like, yeah, it wouldn't be so bad. But like, if you look at like if you, we went to the Mountain West, like I would, I would totally pay money to go see uh, Montana play San Diego State or Montana yeah. play. Like I'm in Wyoming, so I would love to see Montana just demolish Wyoming. Go down to Laramie, yeah. Oh yeah, or even go up to Missoula and just watch it because I could just have bragging rights with all the people that think that Wyoming <laughs> football is the best. And oh my gosh. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I, I just think it, it's kind of the scary time right now. Yeah. Uh, I love the FCS and what it looks like. Uh, I truly think that you're just going to have three tiers of football, and each one's going to have its playoff. And it's just going to be like what you're going to be playing for. You yeah, know? you'll have that. Well, I was let's we'll call it the Power Five, whatever the heck yep. that turns out to be. Your Group of Five, and then the FCS is what it yep. feels like it's going to turn out to be to me. Yep. And then each will have its own championship, but yeah, that's just theory. Yep. So. Um, let's see. Do we have any other? Uh, I think that's it. Do you yeah. see anything else? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Well. Uh, if you guys, if we did not get your uh, question or if we skipped it or anything like that, or if you didn't hear something, uh, make sure you get on to Twitter, get on to Instagram, hit us up at Fight on Montana. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Also, uh, guys, if you are listening on Apple, uh, totally give us a rate, a five-star review, and, and give us a review. That helps us out <laughs> tremendously uh, with the algorithms that they have there and getting us out there to other uh, Grizz Nation uh, people. So uh, definitely give us a review and a five-star rating there. And uh, we love to hear from you. Uh, hopefully one of these days we can get like a, uh, just a, like a, a Grizz Nation, like have like five or six different people on here. I think that would be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Um, so, but you know we're gonna we're gonna be doing one every week. We're gonna be trying to have them out by Tuesday. Um, hopefully, maybe even Monday. We'll have to talk, Luke. I don't know what schedules look like. You know we're busy people too, so um, we'll definitely keep you updated on Instagram and also Twitter and when we're recording. You can also probably find us. Uh, I try to uh, leave a little egress post on there too when we're recording and, and if you have any questions as well so get us a hold there a hold there and uh any last thoughts luke no i'm just i'm excited for this weekend and it, it kind of snuck up on me it was like oh crap it's here you know so um 
Sorry, that was a, no, that's all right. I thought it was another question. I was like, oh, no, that was me trying to answer somebody. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I'm just I'm excited to see, you know, because it's kind of we kind of think we know what we got, but we don't yeah. know until we see it on Saturday and see what the new schemes are, the coaches are running, and see yeah. how the players do. Um, and our new quarterbacks, you know, they're the shiny new toys. So let's see what they can do. Exactly. Well, it just, it, it, it's crazy. You just said it. Like it feels like you know a couple months ago, or or it feels like yesterday that we are losing to North Dakota state and yeah. you know, we are talking about what it could be and then summer hits and it's gone and it's like, Oh, Ooh, oh. we got football. We yeah, got football this, this week. This is the best time of the year, right? Oh now. my gosh. It's just, I mean, it's, it's like Christmas every Saturday. Exactly. Exactly. Well guys, uh, again, make sure that you rate review and subscribe to the podcast. Also, we are part of the uh, FCS fans nation network on YouTube. You don't want to listen to us. If you want to listen to other podcasts, uh, there's some great podcasts. They also have their uh, national show as well that they do on there as well. So definitely go check them out. And uh, we will see you and check you next week, hopefully with a win. Yep. Be old up. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you the next time.